don't know how it's going to go. This book is the combination of years of exploration and learning. So, get better. You I mean, you get, know what I mean? Like, well, you can that's an AI voice, voice, right? right? Yes. Right, yeah. right, right. But you can also have it enunciate more. You can have Live it in the you can do anything you want. It's so crazy. Rich, I'm a little disappointed oh, that with what I just gave you, you haven't already done a 45-minute AI presentation from me that's all cleaned up. All right, y'all ready? What in East Dallas is going on? I'm Camille. And I'm Rich. Hey, Rich. Today we have Cliff Welch with Welch Architect. Yeah, and he's going to talk to us all about uh, really all the architecture and all the cool... All the, all the awesome architecture a, around Dallas. A, East, East Dallas. East Dallas, right? Yeah. And we also have Hayes. Hayes. Hey, what's up, everybody? Were you at the last... You weren't at the last... Recording. I wasn't. He wasn't. I was not. Sorry to hear that, Hayes. Day job. So Hayes, no. <laughs> Hayes has a uh, so Hayes, you performed uh, last week. Oh, so Longhorn Ballroom. Yeah. Oh my god, I hate I missed it. I don't know if you've ever been to that Not the yet. Longhorn Ballroom. Not From since they've redone it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So the guy that opened the Kessler basically was like, "I'm going to do the same thing with this place and just make it awesome again." Uh-huh. And uh, man, it's it's great. He and he still it. has all the. Um, there's all these pictures of all the people that performed there back in the day. Nat King Cole, Count cool. Basie, what? like all these wow. awesome. Hey, like, Smith was there too. Nah, it was cool. <laughs> it was it was definitely uh, there was some nostalgia and like, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm playing this place that like a lot of really cool people kind of came through and. You, I told you to send me over some uh, photos. The, so the we two can, that I had that I sent you to were those are the only two that's that it? I took. Yeah, and I was gonna do a nice little carousel. For I the, know we were oh, waiting to you know get some pictures back from the uh, some people that were there. Yeah, I, I didn't see there? him. I didn't see him. No, Might I didn't see. Him. I was looking for him for sure. But <laughs> Julia, he was there. No, he didn't. Uh, see I was him. looking for him. Oh. You know. He was okay. on my radar. I was looking around, but it was packed. I mean, it was, yeah. and the food was awesome. It was just the That's best good. of Big D. Yeah. Wow. It was a, that event for yeah. D Magazine, and it was, Amazing. it was really cool. It was just kind of a. Well, congratulations, yeah. Hayes. No, Man, was fun. I love that. Hayes was is fun. a big deal, Camille. I know. Wow. He is a big deal. All right. Well, hey, thank you, Hayes, for, for being Woo-hoo. here today. I'm and, excited. Uh, yeah. I love architecture. We all do, My actually. My dad was an architect. Yep. Oh, oh really? Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And still is. Um, here, so, in da- here in Dallas, or where uh, is he? In Richmond, Virginia. Okay. Like, he was, uh, he worked for Baskerville and Son, which is an old place. Yeah. Um, He's North- retired now. He lives in Ocean Isle Beach, North Carolina, but. But he so was, he, I'm he was into architectures, especially what you do, like, right. uh, like modern. Yes, yes, like, sure. And amazing. I love the mid-century modern stuff too. Yeah, yeah, doubt, amazing. But. Well, Cliff, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, yeah. thanks for having uh, me. This yeah. sounds like it's gonna be fun. Oh right? yeah, I mean we uh, we love this type of stuff. Like anything that has to do with history and architecture, things that are like here that are mm-hmm. the draw into East Dallas, we love. Yeah. I mean, personally, obviously, right? Yeah. So you know. One of the things that you could do here in East Dallas is pretty much whatever you want as far as building. Like you can buy some land somewhere with a house on it, tear it down, and then make it whatever you want. There's a few neighborhoods that are protected. Yeah, there's a few. Yeah. There's a few over here. Yeah, I, would, I do want to touch on that. That yeah. just yeah. irks me that there's not more of that. Yeah. yeah it's good. I don't bad, know why. Though. Maybe you might be able to shed some light on why that is. Like, yeah. Yeah, it really depends on the neighborhood, too, because mm-hmm. there's places like Swiss Avenue and oh, yeah. Place and those kind of neighborhoods, even parts yes. of Lakewood, where you want to his- you want to keep that character. Those sure. places where you don't want to limit it. So a lot of times it's more about just yeah. the scale, making sure that whatever is built is within the scale of the neighborhood. Yeah. Sure. So we, you know, we've seen a lot of that just in the last, what, decade? Uh, yeah. Streets like Palapinto that have completely changed from what they were when— from what I remember coming to Dallas like 20 years ago, there are all these great little like 1920s and 30s bungalows. It was yeah. just a 
just yeah. a wonderful scale. Yeah. And now, you know, have you done any houses around, around here in East Dallas? Yeah, 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 we've done a lot in East Dallas. We've got uh, okay. numerous renovations and uh, restorations. We started doing those to mid-century modern homes probably 30 years ago. Uh, we've also got some more significant ground-up houses that are scattered around. We have uh, three on White Rock Lake. We can talk about White Rock Lake in a little bit. Yes. Everybody's not familiar with that. And then uh, scattered throughout the neighborhood. So, no, I love love working in East Dallas. I always hate losing projects on my running and bike route to other architects. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, <laughs> ride by them every day. That's awesome. Yeah. So, the houses that you've done in around the lake, which ones are they? Can you point them out or can you say? Well, we've done, uh, I'll, I'll be a little vague. We've done one that's right above the bathhouse uh, that overlooks uh, the kind of Western sunset every night. And okay. then we've uh, we've done some up in a neighborhood called the Cloisters okay. uh, that uh, three of those homes uh, specifically, one of two of which are on the creek and one of which overlooks the north end of the lake. Wow. Uh, so those are the ones we get to see when we're out uh, circling the lake. Yeah. Man, that's got to be so cool when you're riding your bike or whatever. Yeah. And you, you see, see a home you designed. You designed yeah. it. Uh-huh. You know, because you put your heart into that design and your and how long does that typically take, by the way? You know, it varies from client to client, but uh, it's a long process for us because we do very unique homes. So typically it's around six months from the time somebody walks in the door until we've got a set of construction documents to hand off to a contractor. Uh, it varies depending on, you know, how, they're, how they are to work with. They make decisions. And then the builds are anywhere between, you know, a year and a couple Gosh. of years, depending on the complexity. Really? Yeah, yeah. Now, for you, what, what, how did you get to East Dallas, first of all? Uh, well, let's see. I grew up in the mid-cities, born in Tyler, grew okay. up, well, I moved, uh, went to high school over in Fort Worth. And then uh, when I graduated, when I got out of grad school, we decided to come to Dallas because it seemed like that's where the opportunities were at the time. Sure. And then um, as we were looking around, we came through kind of Oaklawn and we, we really got to know the city and we'd been, we knew people lived over on the M streets and just immediately kind of gravitated towards the kind of lifestyle, the laid back quality, the natural quality um, of East Dallas. Right. So yes. it just it felt felt yeah. like home. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Man, that's so cool. I mean, I would have never thought that somebody from Tyler then moving to Fort Worth would be an architect of modern homes. You know what I mean? Yeah, kind of I a, mean, there's a, so many people that love them. I love the modern home. I think yeah. so. I think. I mean, I love it's it. my favorite. You know, yeah. it's it's interesting. I used to share space with this architect that also lives in East Dallas. There's, you know, what's interesting is most of the architects that I know that do similar work, we all kind of live close by. We're, we're East really? Dallas folks, but uh, we'd been officing for a couple of years together. He'd seen my work and he'd always assume that I was from like Chicago or New York because of the style and the <laughs> yeah. philosophy sure. that I had. Then he found out I was from Fort Worth and it's like, really? <laughs> really? Yeah, but, uh, That's so funny. So tell us about some of the famous architects that have homes here in East Dallas. There's a few of them, right? Well, you mean the famous practicing architects that are out there now or the ones no. that design homes like back in the back in the day. Back in the day. Well, you know, it's it there's a there's a lot of diversity. There's the Janelle homes, yes. uh, which were the uh, the architect builder contra, uh, where, combination where, where partners. They're scattered all throughout yeah. East Dallas. I got okay. a few in my neighborhood. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, ones are they? Uh, what do they look like? Um, you know, if you just if you drive down a street and you see sort of the quintessential fifties home, low slope roof, and it just looks like it was right out of you know Better Homes and Gardens magazine from oh, nineteen fifty four, chances are that may be a Janelle home because really? they, yeah. they did. I don't know the exact number. I want to say it's like I may be way off. I think it's like fifty or sixty homes around yeah, East Dallas. A lot of them on the east well, side of the lake. Yeah, most on the east. Uh, very really? simple, very clean, very straightforward at the time. But uh, what's happened is people have really 
uh, developed an appreciation for those. So now they're sought after. Oh, yeah. And most of them have been restored. So, uh, yeah, just wonderful homes. You know, the interesting thing, is, and I think we mentioned it before we were recording, or maybe we were recording, actually. But the um, diversity of home, of types of homes, is that the right word? Diversity of home, types yeah, of homes? Yeah, yeah. Because in like, you know, if you go to the suburbs, a lot of the homes, they sort of look the same, right? Uh, they're cookie cutter. Yeah. I mean, you know, within 20 <laughs> designs, you're probably going to get something about like this. Yeah. But here, it's just not like that. And I don't know. I could be wrong, but I don't know another place in Dallas that's like that. Yeah, I, th- mm-hmm. I think um, Kessler, Oak Cliff is Yeah, I think we've similar. got a little pocket scattered through uh, parts of Bluffview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it really is, um, it's exciting to kind of move around East Dallas and you see the, you know, the houses by Hudsel and Dilbeck that were done back in the 30s and 40s that are beautiful, uh, yeah. traditional detailing and stone. And a lot of that came from the influence of Beverly Hills, what was happening out there at really? the time with this kind of Spanish colonial that was coming in back in the 20s. And it, uh, a lot of them were doing work over in Highland Park at the same time. Okay. So you've got wonderful homes like that scattered around Lakewood Boulevard and Tokalon. And then as we moved um, into the 40s and 50s, you've got some wonderful modern homes scattered through. And then just stylistically, you've got really just a little bit of everything. Yeah. I love that people in East Dallas typically appreciate those homes and want to restore them, whereas You're other right. parts of Dallas, they tear them down pretty quick. Yeah. You know, that says a lot about the people here, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I think people... I think the people that live here and that like it here want to preserve the historical, yeah. like, you know, yeah, it, I think what so. that yeah. used to be, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, you'll get some people that are tearing down some of those. Yeah, homes, but I but mean, not I, like, they're not tearing down these that are true gems right, that are right. designed by famous architects and stuff. Well, that, that happens from time to time. time but, not as yeah. often as well, it does yeah. in other parts. The Dow Rock. That house, the on the lake on the corner, that, oh, that yeah. awesome tile house, mm-hmm. that guy's house. Oh, yeah, yeah. They that tore was... that one down, and that just gutted my wait, soul. Wait, wait, which one? The awesome one that was on the corner. It was a guy that owned Dow Rock. Or, Dow, uh, Dow, 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 Dow Tile. Yeah, we went through that house uh, when it was oh. on the market. It was when it was huge, and it's not the kind of house that appeals to everyone at first. Sure. Because it was very sort of late 60s, yeah, okay. black yeah. lava rock, you know, kind of James yeah, yeah, Bond-like. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you do a few things Man. to it oh, to no. kind of bring it up, and oh. it could have been incredible. And yeah. the thing about yeah, yeah. that house is the amount of money that it would take to replicate oh. what was there from like 40 <sighs> years ago. Yeah. It's kind of a shame. But, you know, yeah. we, we do see that happen. We've seen... Yeah. Uh, in Dallas, I've been here a long time, and I've seen homes by some of the best architects in Dallas that have gone on to have very successful commercial and international careers get torn down. Yeah, uh, really? it's getting better though. It's getting better. Yeah. yeah, and with with any neighborhood, it's always a mix because at the same time, you know there there are a lot of uh, there's a lot of development, new homes that are happening, especially over around like Lakewood Elementary, and I think it's bringing people into East Dallas that might not have come initially. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it's a blend. It's a good blend. Yeah. You know, I think the biggest thing from the 60s or 50s and 60s was the kitchen. Like now everybody wants these open Open kitchens, kitchens, right? And so you build those into your, you know, whenever you're doing a design, right? Yeah, we do. It's going back a little bit. uh, Back in like the mid 80s, I was trying to raise awareness for mid-century modern homes because at the time, I mean, now they've become trendy and popular. But in the mid 80s, they didn't have a lot of appreciation. People Mm -hmm. were trying to... They didn't really see what they were. They were trying to make them more traditional or yeah. elevate them somehow. So we did some tours and kind of raised awareness. And um, 
then as that happened, we would start to get calls to do new mid-century homes, which right, is really right. kind of an oxymoron. Right, yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> right. uh, so what we do is we look at sort of the philosophy and the premise to those homes that were done that a lot of them go back to the early case study houses in California, connected the inside to the outside and just the, the natural quality and the honesty of materials. But you're taking what was done back then and you're needing to adapt that for the way we live now. Sure. So, you know, yeah. everybody hangs out in the kitchen and you don't – you may or may not have a servant in the kitchen and your wife's not staying home all day long and doing nothing but cooking meals while you come home at the end of the day. So it's a mm-hmm. it's a different thing. And even even things as simple as in the 50s, glass was probably the most expensive, I mean, the least expensive thing you could use to enclose your house. It was single pane glass. So it was really cheap. Now, if anybody's built a house recently, insulated glass, big sliding doors, that's the most expensive thing on the outside yeah. of the house. So you start comparing that, you're looking at similar looks and feels and spaces but the whole construction technology that goes into it is completely shifted wow okay so with that you know i'm a bit i'm kind of ignorant when it comes to the type of architecture so what how do you name the architecture like what is it because you keep saying all these different uh these different architecture terms Uh, you know it's um there's a lot of styles involved in architecture. Okay, so okay. Some of them are pretty easy. Spanish colonial or French country. Okay. When you yeah. get into modern, modernism, it's always a little bit of a question because it, it started, you go all the way back to kind of the early modern movement in art and music and architecture from the turn of the last century that was happening in Germany. That's where it all started. And it was, a, it was clean lines. It was embracing technology and construction techniques, uh, absence of decoration and ornamentation. But so minimal, very minimal. Yeah. But then over the years, it's um, it's expanded, and it's also had different kind of lives as you go through it. So when I look at the modernism that I really appreciate, in addition to a lot of the really old stuff uh, that where it, where it started, you know, Corbusier and Mies van der Rohe and Marseille Bray and people like that. Uh, but I look at the the regional modernism that is here in in Dallas and Texas by O'Neill Ford and Howard Meyer and those kinds of architects. And it's very warm, rich, traditional regional materials. So you might have mm. a modern house that's, you know, red brick and, and Tennessee crab orchard stone and mahogany cabinet. And it's all the, the same warm, feel-good materials that you would have in a traditional house. They're just put together in a little little sure. cleaner way. And that's, really? that's the type of architecture I really appreciate. Yeah. Because I mean, if you say modern, honestly, it bounces around so much. Like, yeah. like okay, modern, contemporary, modern. It could be in any. So, some people say modern meaning just new, yeah, right? Yeah, it, and just new, new home. And contemporary is probably even a better word for yeah. it because it's talking about building in our time. But oh. most people that you mentioned contemporary, immediately what comes to mind is sort of early 70s, you mm-hmm. know, uh, all white and chrome. Mm-hmm. And yeah. but uh, I think what we try to the way we approach modernism is. One, there's some principles about the the uh, stylistically and philosophically what what we're doing, but it's also of modern time. We're not trying to go sure. back and recreate something that looks like it would have been built 300 years ago. You know, we don't have those kind of right. stone carvers anymore, and sure. technology yeah. has moved forward. Right, um, and and unfortunately, as modern has become much more popular. We see so much work that's just the trimmings of modernism. You know, you're sort of gluing the little, you know pieces of modernism to the outside of the house and especially when you go back and take a traditional home and just sort of try to apply oh, yeah. some Applies. of that thing that's where it yeah right. i see that a lot yeah, I that, see. that'll go out of style though we'll go back to something else and we can just go back yeah. to keep you know we'll just keep doing classic modernism yeah yeah do you yeah. think we'll ever go back to dark wood uh, uh that that always fluctuates you know it's really? that's, yeah because everybody used to have dark like go to any yeah, steakhouse sure. in dallas 
Yeah. Yeah. It'll we, change again. I mean. You think? Well, we, yeah. we just got back from uh, spending a week down in uh, San Miguel, and we went through this incredible modern house that was just completed. And when you go on the inside, all the tones are very dark, very gray. Um, so some burned wood on the inside. It's a Sugiban process or a stain process. And uh, it was, everything was dark, but it was still very modern. And it was more about the focus outside and through the windows and of the views. And it still yeah. works. So. You know, color and yeah. color changes with with uh, over time. I remember yeah. how those, um, you know, that little uh, section of Fox and Jacobs, you know, North and Northwest Highway, and you can sell those to save your life. And oh, now yeah. everybody loves them because really, yeah, because they're kind of modern, oh. you know, seventies modern. But they've there were some, they were very dated. But now you can kind of redo them and make them like more today modern style and they end up pretty cute yeah well we tell clients a lot of times is they get something the the one you're mentioning from uh the dow tile house is a good yeah. example if you take something that looks very dated but it was done with it, it was done well then you slowly kind of change things and sometimes you can only change one or two things and all of a sudden it has a totally different sure. feel right, but it's right, still right. within the character of what was there to yeah. begin with yeah which is super, which I like that when people do that, they figure out how to work it in. Right. You know, mm -hmm. instead of just gut it. Yeah, um, I do like too. I, I don't know. For me personally, if I had my dream home, it, was, it would be a log cabin style home with a modern interior with a water running through it. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is the yeah. very, one of the very first homes I did when I went out on my own was for a couple. They've become very close friends over the years. And she wanted a modern cabin, and he wanted a modern home. And huh. we've got water when you walk into the entryway, so it kind of checks all the boxes. What? You just yeah. Do you have pictures? Yeah. Uh, I do, yeah. I want to see it. You oh, know that home that sits at the corner of um, Lakewood and Tokalon right there at the point? Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm talking about? That, I don't know if it still does, but it had where the swimming pool had a little, like it would came out a little bit and came into the home. It was I mean, that's cool. It was cool, but like you smell like chlorine. In your oh. house. <laughs> I was. It was odd though too. I don't know if they've changed that or not. Yeah. But it you was do little, smell chlorine inside. Yeah, when it, when the, it comes in, you can. Yeah, a little bit right there by the pool and stuff. So it's not. In, it's not enclosed with like. No, it literally glass. just. It, it was somewhat, but it literally like a little bubble of it came inside the home. It was. Interesting. Yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, there's a house over that. on Park. We've jumped outside East Dallas for a moment, but there's a house uh, over in Park that was done by a New York architect, Edward Durrell Stone. And the water, the entire dining room is surrounded by a pond. So when you're at the dining oh room table, you're, really? you're floating on water. Does that so, seem like uh, mosquito ridden? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you can <laughs> like I mean, I But don't that's know. super yeah. cool. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what, we're, we're going to take a quick break here, Cliff, and we're going to get back to some of your designs because... Your stuff is incredible. Oh, I appreciate that. Absolutely uh, amazing. And um, yeah, so we'll be right back with Cliff Welch. Did you know that East Dallas has over 200,000 residents? And over 1.1 million visitors every single month. And, and you, you have, have the, the opportunity, opportunity to reach them. If you're interested in partnering up with us on the website, visit eastdallas.com. Or on this show at What in East Dallas is Going On. Connect with us. Our email is connect at visiteastdallas.com. That's connect at visiteastdallas.com. Thank you for supporting the show. And thank you for being a part of East Dallas. We're back. We're back with Cliff Welch. 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 
architect. Yeah, I can't talk today, y'all. It's okay. Ten tied. Good thing. Monday. Good thing uh, Hayes is here. <laughs> right. Good lord. You know the one thing I love about the modern homes, and I think the home that you did on the northwest side of the lake, that modern home that's got like a lot of the water and rock. You know, here Dallas is flat, except there's a few places it's not. But like in California. They work those modern homes into, into the, hills. the topography. Yes. It's so amazing. Yes. I love that. You, you know, we, we mentioned a little earlier that uh, most of the architects that I know that do what I do live over in East Dallas. And I think there's a, a couple of reasons for that. Um, one, we don't make any money. So we're always looking for the neighborhoods <laughs> right. to go into with the best homes My with the best value. My dad says that too. My dad says uh, that too. <laughs> no, but I think there's an appreciation there where we found those pockets that are backed up to creeks and on little sure. ravines. And because mm-hmm. of the natural quality around the lake, uh, it attracts people who are, have an appreciation for that. Yeah. So most of the, right. most of the guys I know that, that do what I do or have done what I do, they live in these little pockets where they maybe are backed up to a creek or uh, you know, cool. some, some hills. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? I think I in my bike ride, on my bike ride the other day, I went 234 feet of elevation. Where? Just Wait, in East I Dallas. Here? Yeah, I, I, had, I had 720 the other day, and Did we you? were basically just on, we call it the Lake Highlands Loop. So we were within. Oh, you went up oh, the yeah, hill? Yeah. yeah, so we were within uh, just, you know, several miles of the lake most of the time. Isn't that funny? Yeah, oh, yeah. Right there. Okay, so now here, specifically here in East Dallas, are there a few homes that like stick out to you, you know, that you didn't do that are just like, that's cool. Like, Yeah, there, there really are. I mean, there's there's a lot of the real historic ones. There's a whole collection of homes by uh, by Hudson that, that studied out in California. Those Hudsel? are the more Hudson. Okay. Uh, and that, those are more uh, traditional, kind of the, your, your cut limestone. You think of Tokalon and Lakewood. Uh, there's uh, some Dillbeck homes that are over here. Again, another sort of famous 1930s uh, architect. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite homes is done by E.G. Hamilton. And E.G. Hamilton was a partner with Omniplan Architects. And before that, it was Harold and Hamilton. So he was responsible for designing Republic Tower along with his partner, as well what? as North Park Center. So The mall? Uh, the mall, yeah. Oh, that's uh, really, really cool, yeah. So, yeah, so he had done, he's done some homes over here from a very small one that he did for, uh, I, I think the story goes, he did a large home for his uh, one of his patrons, and then part of the negotiation is he got him to give him a little site down the street and uh, did a small, modest home for himself. And, nice. Uh, I've now seen that home. A, a good friend of mine, uh, Joe McCall, who's also a, an architect and kind of a mentor, uh, his son bought the house and did a complete restoration, oh, small wow. edition, a few years ago. So I love seeing that kind of appreciation yeah, yeah, for yeah. Uh, little cool. small, simple homes. Yeah, that is super fun. Uh-huh. Like you're kind of like a, you're an artist. I think Absolutely. so. I, I think yeah. we're we're uh, building with uh, we're building art. Right. So, yeah. I mean, but as as Frank Lloyd Wright said one time, uh, doctors get to bury their mistakes. Yeah, and ours oh, yeah, live yeah. on for people to see yep. and walk through. Yeah. So you got to be you have to be careful. <laughs> are there oh, any man. Frank Lloyd Wrights in Dallas? There are. There is. Uh, there's uh, one residence by Frank Lloyd Wright that's over in the Bluffview area, huh. uh, backs okay. up to a creek. A wonderful home. And then there's the Cleta Humphreys Theater as a commercial oh, okay. project. Yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, He yeah. was interviewed for uh, going back to sort of famous homes in East Dallas. Uh, Stanley Marcus's home was right in the center of East Dallas. It's tucked back on some acreage. And, you know, Stanley wow. Marcus is somebody you think about. He could afford to build anywhere he wanted in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And he settled right here in East Dallas. Yeah. Isn't that Lake. crazy? He, uh, he hired Frank Lloyd Wright to design the house and then 
fired Frank Lloyd Wright. Really? Why? Uh, so there's a fun story there. I'm uh, sure. Gosh. I think he was trying to design the house without any air conditioning. And uh, uh-huh. so they switched over. They hired an architect named Roscoe DeWitt, uh, who Bud Oglesby, who's actually sort of a famous Dallas modernist, uh, used to work with or worked for. Uh, so there's an interesting story there with the Stanley Marcus oh, house. I think crazy. he's probably one of the few people that you know got gets to claim firing Frank Lloyd Wright. Yeah, that is yeah. incredible. Okay, <laughs> speaking amazing. of air conditioning, you actually have an interesting fact. Yeah, yeah. I, I tend to, uh, if, especially early in my career, I'd be digging through these old, like, you know, 1950s architecture magazines and Better Homes and Gardens. I came across this uh, article about the first air conditioning or first neighborhood to have central air in the United States. And it's a tiny little neighborhood of sort of, you know, I guess you'd call them Fox and Jacobs modern houses from the 50s. Uh, over between Casa Linda and Casa View. Right here in East uh, Dallas. Right here in East Dallas. You could drive up and down that street, you know, a hundred times and never realize it had any yeah, historic significance. That's and awesome. uh, that was uh, Crazy. They, these little, You're yeah. welcome, rest of the country. There we yeah. go. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine not living? Uh, not after this summer yeah. and last summer. Uh, like, how oof. did they do that back in You're the day? You're just walking around with a wet, sweaty t shirt. <laughs> I, 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 I'll add one of the, for the for the true East Dallas guys out there that have grown up here. Uh, we actually, actually learned something uh, about a month ago. I was corrected. If you're from East Dallas and you grew up here, it's Casalinda and Casaview, okay. not Casalinda. Ah, okay. So right. for those of us who have been here like three decades, we'd sure. throw out Casalinda. We'd get corrected by the, the ones that grew up I here. Love it. So it's there's just a little trivia. I'm switching. Yeah. I'm it's Casalinda. I'm going to Casalinda. I've always said Casalinda. Yeah, there you go. You have always said Casalinda. You're, you're ahead of your time. I thought it was because of your accent. Casalinda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, totally. Yeah. That kind of does fit in. <laughs> East Tennessee. Yeah, Casalinda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Hey, so we have to talk about the underground home yeah, it, yeah i mean it's gotten a lot of recognition over wait the there's years. an underground home yeah there is yeah back behind but, back back behind castellinda off buckner castellinda like ferguson ferguson and uh buckner, yeah. basically yeah. like mm-hmm. right there at the corner oh. right that's where i used to live yeah and you that. wouldn't even notice it because literally the ground is on top of it from well, this side well i've missed it yeah, it, yeah. We, you drive by it and never notice it yeah so yeah. if you're going wait a minute if you're going if the the lake is on your it's behind left. you. If you left well, the lake the right, and you're going towards if 30. If you're on Buckner. You're going on Loop 12 towards 30. Okay. And right before you come down this little ravine and you come up and there's like a, it's right before you get to the Ferguson Road Bridge. Yeah. It's what? right right before Vine, Vine Water, Vine, 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 Vine Okay. Vine, yeah. Yeah, Vine Mine. Yeah, yeah behind the Castle Linda uh, post office back there. Okay. That way. Uh, so I met the guy that originally built that home and he's really interesting. It was back in the late 70s, early 80s, I believe, but there was this real trend kind of coming out of the whole 1971 energy crisis and there was this trend to, to do uh, underground homes. Oh. And there was a builder over in Fort Worth that did several of those and this guy connected with them and uh, it is semi-submerged where it brings mm. the, the lawn up over it. And then it's all concrete. When you're in the house, it feels, well, I don't know what it looks like now, but at the time it feels like very Logan's run. You know, it's, yeah, and you're looking the, out like at the, the creek. The chairs and uh, the couch and stuff was built with the concrete. Yeah, it's all built in. Yeah, and so the whole back of the house is like glass. It's not comfortable. I think someone just did some work, and I, I thought I saw an article recently about like some work that they had done, and it looks really nice. Well, like, that's that's good. I went through it on a home tour years ago, and it was yeah. another one of those examples where they didn't really really realize yeah. what they had. They yeah, were yeah. putting like old English shutters and things. Yeah, in the yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, just go with it. You know, they go, had some, go, the go, the Logan's run. Didn't match yeah. with it. Yeah. So yeah. do they still have? the concrete like 
chairs and stuff? I don't know. I haven't well, they been were built. They were built in. It wasn't Flintstones yeah. kind of chairs. It was where when you had a curved wall, they would build a seat in. And yeah, you could, you like could sit. like in Mexico, yeah. some of those. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. That's still cool. I mean, not very comfortable, but. It's kind of cool. But again, they're cool. they're right there on that creek. I mean, that's mm-hmm. part of that whole thing yeah. is just bringing those elements of nature yeah. like right into your I want to go know, drive over there space. and look now. I'll show it's it really to cool. you. I need to yeah. pay attention more. And then we've got the round home up there um, at the top of the hill, you know, yeah, Van Dyke. Yeah, yeah, Van Dyke. They yes. did a good job, like, I don't know, two owners ago when they remodeled. They did, yeah. It was tough because it's literally round inside, so and, it's hard to work with. And it's it's right around the corner from the container house. So regardless of what you oh, think yes. about the container house, when you get up on the third floor, it is 360 it's degrees. Beautiful, oh, isn't yeah. it? Uh, it's beautiful, is You can't argue with that view. I mean, yeah. there's no, you know. Yeah, I like that. I home. like it. I do I too. I like it. I would do the same thing. Why not? It, I'd like, I, I think they did a great job inside. Is it three levels or two? Three, isn't it? It's three. Is it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so when it comes to your stuff, Cliff, you do a lot of secondary homes. Right? We do, yeah. Um, how did you get started into that anyway? Well, we um, we did some homes here in Dallas uh, and enjoyed working, or our clients enjoyed working with us, and we enjoyed working with them. So when they started looking at doing a home elsewhere, they talked to us, and we actually flew up with the builder. We did one in Jackson Hole where we, we flew wow. up and helped them select nice. the site. Uh, so we... Uh, met and looked at four or five different pieces of land. And after on that one, it, it, specifically after looking at about four that were down in the valley, we're like, uh, you have anything up on the hill? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we went and looked at a, another one and wound up uh, building a house up there. And the, the woman we worked with became a very close friend and we've done several projects together. So we, we really enjoy working with Dallas folks if they're doing something outside of the city. And sure. a lot of times they think that they need to, or the perception is, you know, you go hire someone in Aspen or Vail or, uh, you know, San Francisco or wherever. But there's, we found there's a real advantage to working with them right here at home. And then very quickly, we can go out and meet the local civil engineers and structural engineers and builders and kind of put a package together. Uh, wow. So those, those are enjoyable projects. Gives us a chance to travel a little bit and oh, yeah. do some things outside of Dallas. Yeah. Man, cool. I tell you what, I'm looking at some of his designs. Yeah, it's got... They're good, aren't uh, amazing. They? It's welcharchitecture.com, by the way. So his website, you can go go look at some of the designs. It's welcharchitecture.com. And some of the places are amazing, like the views. Yeah. Like you use a lot of um, glass too, Cliff. We do. We really try to connect the indoors and the outdoors and maximize those views. And uh, But even, even here in Dallas, we've had some projects that have pretty spectacular views of the lake or the skyline. And we've had sure. others that are much more infill type projects where you take a, a different approach and focus, whether it's an interior courtyard or the backyard or just little small vignettes and vistas if you've got neighbors yeah. on both sides. So every, every project, every client, they're all unique. Okay. So how, what's the process? Because if I wanted to build a home somewhere and I, I guess I select, I would select someone like you because I like this design and they're, you know, that modern type of, but what if they want a more traditional design? Do they just go to another architect? Yeah, I, I typically, just, it kind of depends. I will typically tell them there are other architects that are much better at doing traditional or period or okay. historic homes than I am. Yeah. Okay. Um, now that said, uh, as we were talking earlier, everyone has a little different perception of modernism. So what I'll tell people is, you know, look at our website. I feel like there's a lot of diversity between the different homes we do, but they're all still very modern. Sure. So we've done some that are very slick, very sleek, um, others that are more 
a little warmer, a little more natural pitched roof. So if you you like what's up on our site, you'll probably like us. Yeah. And uh, if you don't, then we're probably not the right fit. You there know. We go. <laughs> and then okay, so then they choose you, and then then what's the process after that? You know, I think um, it's hiring the right architect. A lot of it has to do with personality as well as what we do. Okay. Uh, so it's just finding somebody you're comfortable working with. I yep. think the first thing I try to do is really just listen to what they're trying to accomplish. We spend a lot of time just talking at the beginning and exchanging ideas and images. Mm -hmm. um, I would say I've got a very strong philosophical opinion about what we do with architecture, but that's not to be confused with having a big ego. So right. I, sometimes I, I hear that their architect doesn't listen to them and he wants to go do their own thing, but this is, mm. it's a collaborative effort. So at the end of the day, we want this to be about the people that are living there and what are, what are their aspirations for the house. Right. So uh, we spend a lot of time just getting to know them. And then we look at uh, numerous options at the beginning. Some of those are sketches, some of them are 3d models and it, the process just unfolds. They're involved the whole time with a lot of meetings. Um, some clients, we go through numerous revisions. Others are like, I love it. What's next? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we yeah. move into, um, you know, kind of meeting contractors, bringing in the right contractor for the project. And sure. then we do a very thorough, almost a commercial set of construction do documents. you do that? I do, yeah. Wow. I've, I've always kept my firm really small. I like I like to stay hands-on. I like sure. to work directly with people. So as opposed to maybe a little, little larger practice where you go in and meet with the principal the first couple of meetings, then you get handed off to a team. Right. Um, I've got a, a great team of people I work with, but I stay involved in every project. I, I love work, working with the owners. I love going out and walking the job site. And uh, that's yeah. all part of it for me. Man, yeah. how fun. It yeah. is fun, yeah. That would be. You know, yeah. like you get to see these amazing drawings come to life. Yeah. You know, um, because I'm sure at the end of it, you're probably just as impressed as anybody. Uh, like, wow, it worked. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> it didn't fall down. It. It's always a surprise. <laughs> well, and then when he's riding his bike around the lake, he's like, yep, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's very rewarding to go out and watch. I, I told someone one time that, you know, to have something sort of surface in your mind as an idea, and then it works its way through your fingertips, whether that used to be through a pencil and now it's through the sure. computer and sketches. And then at some point you get to walk through it. Uh, it's mm. very rewarding. It yeah, really I is. Bet. I always sure. like when we're doing something and it exceeds people's expectations. So, so yeah. whenever someone calls and says, hey, I know exactly what I want probably not the right fit because if you already know what you want you don't need us right right uh, sure. uh, yeah yeah but so don't uh, say that people <laughs> you're gonna hire him for his expertise yeah we, we had a, a wonderful client years ago that, that brought us these we've had some really wonderful uh sort of initial letters and notes from people to begin with it really set the tone for what they're trying to do we had one from uh again a good friend of mine at this point he was talking about um enhancing their their kids lives by where they lived and and things like that that are very soulful uh, we had another wonderful client who's become a good friend that uh, he brought in all of the things he liked uh, that he felt were were applicable to architecture whether that was certain types of automobiles or watches or music or graphic mm. designers and that's always helpful to kind of get that big picture about what mm -hmm. someone's after Absolutely. in their home yeah so you know, you're talking about your clients have second homes and stuff. So do you have all ranges of options as far as costs for people? So like the everyday person, they want to build yeah. not extravagant, but a cool modern home and a lot. So um, it's short answer is yes. Okay. Uh, but I'm also going into my 
fourth decade of doing this, mm-hmm. and I've had my own firm for close to 23 years now. God, you look so, amazing. Uh, oh, I appreciate that. He must work uh, out. Uh, he definitely so, works out. So we've, we've done uh, homes of all different scales and sizes. I will say for anyone that's trying to take on a relatively small project on a tight budget, those sure. are always challenging. Yeah. So we're doing a little bit less of that at the moment just because my time is limited, mm-hmm. but uh you know, we've we've had some some great people we've worked with on on small projects. I think the smallest one I did. This is probably ironic. I hadn't thought of it this way. Uh, the smallest project we ever did is owned by probably one of the largest patrons in Dallas. Really? And that was a uh, let me think. It'd be six square inches. Uh, we did a birdhouse that Dee Dee Rose wound up purchasing. <laughs> no. Uh, but no, we've had some great opportunities to do just you know. Over the years, we've done kitchen remodels and studio additions. We uh, had a client. We were trying to do a 99 – we called it the 99K house back when everything else was, you know, several hundred thousand dollars. And we uh-huh. were trying to do just a real small uh, small home. So, we've, we've done a little bit of everything. I, I, I've probably got – when you count every renovation we've ever done, probably two or 300 projects. Oh, wow. But yeah. if you look at sort of this – Maybe, for lack of a better term, we call them a signature home or the ones that mm-hmm. somebody will drive by and go, hey, that's a Cliff Welch. There's oh, probably, yeah. you know, I don't know, a couple of dozen of those. So, really? Okay. Oh, yeah, it's very different margin. So. Yeah. I'm looking at the Sonoma home. Mm-hmm. My God, man. That's was the Sonoma home a, a vacation home or was that someone's ended up living? It was permanent? it was a, a vacation home for some clients here in Dallas that, uh, you know, sometimes things don't make it just because of timing. Uh, that's a rendering, very exciting house to work with just uh, just north of Napa Valley. And then the fires hit um, and oh, everything shoot. just kind of went on hold. Um, so that one is not executed yet. Oh uh, we're hoping that one day it may be. Um, that was uh, that was an interesting project where they wanted to feel at home with their family of like four or five people, but they also wanted to be able to entertain 350 in the same house right. and have it work. Okay. So, yeah, just a little, yeah, 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 little yeah. challenge have that there. Those two things. I don't even know that many people. No. But, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's another part of what I enjoy about what I do is just getting to meet the people who are going to yeah. live there sure. and learn more about yeah. them and their families. And, sure. Yeah. You know, this is just another great example. I think you were mentioning it before, how like East Dallas, I don't know. It, it seems to like we feed on each other's mm-hmm. creativity no and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, what a place to be. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not surrounded by a bunch of mid-level managers. <laughs> you know, Nothing what, against there, mid-level managers. I'm just here, saying, I'm sure, but. yeah, but I'm just saying like yeah. it, it, creatively, creatively, you right? just, East yeah, Dallas yeah. Is the shit. it's the way I to think. go. It, it's almost a small city within a city because yeah, you know, exactly there's, there's days is. where well, I'll go it's out. Own city. It is. Yeah. yeah. There's days where I'll go out and I'll ride the lake and I'll see, you know, half a dozen people. I, right. mean, I, I know just out in the morning, you know, running and walking around the lake and then you, you come back and you hit the coffee shop on the way in, you run to oh, a yeah. few more people, you know, and then you it's just, amazing. we mm-hmm. see each other all the time. It's a small yeah. community. It's just awesome. And you know, so, uh, Cliff and I, we're in a little group that we do every month. And, you know, just the camaraderie that we have in our little group, Cliff, I love it because it's it's like we get to help each other. And then everyone, it's like you can add on to the, the previous person's creative juices. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. just keep going and going and going. And it, it's like, it's a dream yeah. to live in a place like this. We, we've also got some friends that, uh, we've got a lot of friends that live east side and west side. And there's sort of a little friendly kind of 
not rivalry, but you know, sure. you kind of talk. The East Siders are maybe a little more laid back, and uh, uh, you're West, talking about of the lake, of the lake, of the lake, yeah, yeah. just of the lake, specifically of the lake. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I'm with you on that. I'm and, uh, but you just yeah. think of the diversity. Just East just, Sider, just going around the lake. We've got little <laughs> forest, Sider. little forest hills, big forest hills. Yeah. Uh, Castellinda, Cassaview, we're in Lake Park Estates. You've got Lake Highlands to the north. You have Lakewood, uh, I guess, going as far over as like Swiss Avenue, mm-hmm. Hollywood yep. Heights, Munger Place, old Greenville Avenue. And yeah. each one of those is very unique, mm-hmm. That's right. but they also meld together really well. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm sure I've forgotten a couple of neighborhoods. Oh, there's so many. There's so many. Yeah. But you know, the one thing I, I have just enjoyed, honestly, is the nature. A lot of the places they keep that they've kept the trees through the the building and the rebuilding that yeah. they're keeping these mature trees which is awesome yeah. and and because you know? of that if you think about the nature in east dallas it is not uncommon we've got and maybe this is spread to other parts i know the coyotes are everywhere now oh, but yeah. we've got coyotes yeah. bobcats uh up in uh, near flagpole hill is a whole neighborhood of peacocks there's probably two dozen oh, peacocks yeah. Yeah, up yeah, there yeah, yeah. there's camille that. showed me there's uh somebody else yeah, on the podcast Flagpole. someone on the podcast early on said yes. something about the peacocks yeah. Yeah. i remember that we've got we've got horses around the neighborhood we've got uh the parakeets that fly all over yeah. the lake yeah. uh and then over the last couple of years we've been fortunate that we've had the two bald eagles yeah. nesting in our backyard i can literally sit in oh. my living room, look out and watch the eagles and the hawks fighting over the nest. Yeah, you that's can? awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, wow. I know where you're at then. That's that's cool. Uh, I'm pretty close to there too. And yeah. she is too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's very So my, I'm considered on the west side. Yeah. You're you're yeah. definitely a west sider. Yeah. West side. Yeah. West side. <laughs> no doubt. I don't know, but this street this street's pretty cool street yeah. though. Oh yeah. Well oh, that's yeah. this one. You know, there's these little pockets over here that unless you're from this area you know. you know, when somebody discovers the street, it's just it's incredible. You could be so far away from the city when you're yes. on this street. Yeah. You, don't, you don't even realize it. Oh yeah. It's it's crazy. We could oh, be gosh. downtown in what, eleven, twelve minutes? Yeah. Yes. Insane. Gosh. Uh, one little fact that some people may not realize is, and I'm pretty sure this is accurate, is White Rock Lake is the largest urban park in the United States. When you take all the parkland around it, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if that includes the Arboretum or not. I don't think it does. When you just look at it as a city park all the way around the lake, yeah. we're about the same size as Central Park. And that's for crazy. an urban park in yeah. the middle of a city, that's that's pretty crazy, huge. Yeah. We have this wow. amenity right here. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So lucky. Yeah. Here we are. Here we are. And I have to tell listeners to, there are so many home tours around East Dallas, like throughout the year, you know, you have the Lakewood one, Hextra does one. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think like um, the Peninsula, don't they do like a little think, garden tour of people's homes and yeah, you see they the do. gardens? It's, and it's, it's really, if we've been here a long time and when you go back, you know, 30 years ago, there was the Lakewood Home Tour and the Swiss yeah. Avenue Home Tour. Right. And we've seen so many of these develop. And, and just the White Rock Home Tour that benefits Hextra Elementary, yes. that one has gotten better and better, better. and better every year. And I think cool. they, they just had maybe, what, their 12th or 15th something like year that. or something that sounds like about that. right. Yeah, yeah. But there's so well, many ways for people to go view these homes. Right. Yeah. So if they just check them out. Check it out, and, yeah. Yeah. Go find it and, and come to our website. Usually we have them posted on our we try event to. page. Yeah. If people send them in. If people send them in. Send them in, people. Send them Post in. them for free. Yeah, and if you're living over on the other side of Central Expressway, there's this beautiful lake over here. Come check it out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Gosh. That's right. Uh, or amazing. visiting Dallas. Come well, check and, out White and, Rock. And, uh, congratulations. Uh, you, you have a, um, a cover coming out. We, we we just had a cover cool. of uh, Patron Magazine Patron with a house magazine. we're very proud of. Oh, yeah, uh, it was cool. a collaborative effort. Uh, wonderful clients, and we nice. had a nice spread in there. You're in Dallas, yeah. yeah. 
it was yeah. over in one of the neighborhoods that was hit hard with the tornado. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah. They, there was a decision early on whether to rebuild the house or, or, or renovate or rebuild, and we took it down and did a brand new house. So, Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. We're wow. very proud of that one. Very wow. cool. Yeah, I love it. That was, that was fantastic. Yeah, so way to go on that, too. So and he's been uh, featured in a few things here yeah, of late, yes. right? Uh, yeah. Didn't yeah. D Magazine or was it D Magazine or Modern Luxury? Uh, a little bit of both. Yeah. We got a, nice. a mention in, in each one. Yeah. Congratulations. Nice. He's the man. Okay. So, seriously, thank you for coming on the show and oh, sharing all this it. wonderful information with us. We are so blessed to be in such an amazing area. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, go to his website. It's welcharchitecture.com. That's Welch, W E L C H, architecture. Dot com. I ain't even going to try to spell architecture. I can barely see it. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know how to spell it, look it up. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, thank you again. And, uh, yeah, Hayes. Thanks, Cliff. Yeah. Woo. You I'm playing glad. any gigs? Uh, I'm playing uh, Sunday with Black Joe Lewis in Denton. What? Yeah. Oh, Sunday. With 40 Acre Mule this Sunday. This Really? Yeah, okay, because this, this comes out when? Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, tomorrow. we're recording this on on Monday. Which we, is crazy. We, we, norm, we normally don't do we'll that. We'll be going actually. home and editing immediately. Yes. yes. In, in the don't. theme of kind of what we're talking about, you guys know Wesley Geiger. He's a Forest Hills boy that is kind of hitting it big right now that's uh, getting ready to come through the Kessler, and oh, he's yeah, one of our yeah, local yeah. own. Yeah, that's crazy. Man, the musicians around here. Oh, oh. Yeah, we've done a couple of interviews with some people. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, and uh, we have more coming, more coming, too. Yeah. Gosh, it's just a really cool place for artists and musicians all together. All right, y'all. Well, till next time, Camille, that's all I got for this week. Um, me as well, so. All right, what in East Dallas is going on? I don't know. Stick around. We'll find out. See you guys.